out to Walker. Walker away to Tarp, and then it's gone on to Gagai. And Dane's gone through. Walker's there supporting, and he puts it over the line for a finals try. A couple of plays of the game. The Panthers are going to be first after this. It's been ugly. They've been far from their best. Cleary straight through. The way it's come, a long ball over the top. Katara, the trick finish. Big Lazarus League. Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Here are your news and updates. Let's get straight into it. Obviously, Felice Kafusi, he was announced as the Dolphins' first signing. Big news there for the Dolphins. However, I don't think it is one that people really expected. I know I didn't expect it at all, to be honest. Um, it was a bit out of the blue. Here we are sitting here thinking that, you know, it was going to be a Ponga, it was going to be um, a Munster, one of those guys, like a big name signing. But the first signing is Felice Kafusi. Uh, look, I love Felice Kafusi. He's an origin back rower, really talented footballer. Is he a marquee signing for a club, though? Not really. He's not a guy that you would think of as a marquee signing, as a guy that is going to advertise your club going forward. And especially for a new club starting out, he's definitely not one of those guys that you pick up um, to sort of advertise the club. And he's a great bloke, great player. Um, but, you know, you'd sort of be looking for those guys like Kalen Ponga, who is in the public light, who has a podcast of his own, his own beer. He's very marketable. He's a very famous player. Um, you know, he um, he's one of those guys that you'd be looking for as one of those marquee signings, or at least someone that's quite marketable as well. Uh, even Brandon Smith would have been a good one. He's obviously just signed with YKTR. Um and while still his name was in the news earlier on a few months ago for uh, not in the good light, I should say, um, he's still quite a marketable player. But for me, Felice Kafusi, it was a bit of a strange one. Uh, but, you know, it's Wayne Bennett. He's still got a lot of uh, tricks in his back pocket. I reckon he's going to sign a few more guys. I actually don't think Kalen Ponga is going to go to the club now. I think that he's sort of cemented himself with Newcastle. He said that he wants Joey to help him progress his game, which I think is a little hint that he is going to stay with the Newcastle Knights. And I don't think he looks like, it doesn't look like he's going anywhere anytime soon. So Broncos news, Patrick Carrigan has extended with the club. I like this one. He, while young, is a, is a leader in that club. And we could see that he was captain for the last two years, I'm pretty sure. So great signing here. Great to extend this guy long term. I'm pretty sure it is until 20, it is until 2025. So really good signing there um, for the Brisbane Broncos. He brings a lot of oh, even X-Factor to that side. He, he's, he's quite a versatile lock forward as well and a really sort of old school one as well. He's got that old school forward grit um, that I like in a, in a player. So great signing here for the Brisbane Broncos in my opinion and great to extend some of those long guys, uh, young guys that are going to be leaders in that club long term. Taylan May from the Penrith Panthers. He, you would have seen him. He debuted later on in the year in the centers uh, and off the bench in the back row as well. Uh, and Freddie Lussick, 
uh, on the No Limit Fight Card. I'm pretty sure this is the the Paul Gallon Josh LAA fight card. I think that are the all the other fights are still on that night. Um, so look, really good. Obviously, Freddie Lusick would have a I think would have a little bit of experience since his brother is a boxer in Darcy Lusick. Uh, Taylor May, I haven't heard much of him in terms of boxing and and whatnot, but um, I hope he goes really well. I hope both boys go really well uh, in this boxing bout. It is, it's really good stuff for them. Jaden Sullivan re-signed. We talk about the St. George Illawarra Dragons and their young guys, their future of the St. George Illawarra Dragons. This guy's definitely in that conversation. He's played a lot of hooker for St. George, uh, especially at the back end of the season in 2021. He normally plays 5'8 as well. He's a really, really uh, X-factor um Really off the cuff sort of half as well, so I can't wait to see him on the park for the St George Illawarra Dragons in 2022. Whether that is in at hooker, uh, at five eight or wherever it is, where it really depends on um, where where they put uh, Moses Embi. It really depends where he slots into the side, whether he goes to 14 or whether he plays at nine fullback. There's a lot of spots for Moses Embi there. I think Jack Bird's got. The back row, I've heard, uh, or even lock forward. Um, so, look, I don't know. It is, it's going to be very interesting to see how this uh, Dragon side looks in 2021. I think uh, Junior Amon or Tyrone, Tyrell Sloan, it's Tyrell Sloan, sorry, has that fullback spot uh, rounded out, I'm pretty sure. Junior Amon, I think, would be coming off the bench, that means. Oh, I think maybe Moses Embi would be there as well. It is going to be really interesting to see how this side looks. Obviously, they've got a lot of young talent, but basically fills out most of their spine. I'd, I think I'd be looking to get maybe Moses Embi at that fullback role, just to add a bit of experience. Tyrone Slide, maybe 5'8". Um, then, obviously, Ben Hunt at halfback, Jaden Sullivan at hooker. But as I said, it really depends on how this side looks. I can't wait to see them going forward. I think Andrew McCulloch is at the club as well. So oh, Andrew McCulloch takes hooker every day of the week. But as I said, it is going to be really interesting to see how this side looks in 2021. They actually have a pretty decent roster. And this money ball trick that they're trying to do where they sign a lot of cheapies uh, and chuck them into that squad, it, 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 I think is going to work quite well for them actually. Um so, yeah, it'll be really, really interesting to see how the St. George side looks moving forward. Joey Lailua and Chris Harrington. Harrington, Harrington yep, Chris Harrington. Joey Lailua and Chris Harrington's boxing bout will reportedly be postponed after Joey Lailua has tested positive for COVID-19. Lailua has been training... Lailua has been training partners with Josh Alloyer for their training camp, and LAA has also tested positive for COVID-19. Really bad news there. I, w- I think everyone was looking forward to both of these fights, seeing Leilua in the ring, uh, and obviously seeing um, Josh LAA take on Paul Gallon, see what Josh LAA really has. Uh, but yeah, it is just really disappointing, and hopefully these boys recover well uh, and, and get ready for this next fight. As well. I can't, honestly can't wait. Jamal Fogarty says the chance to play alongside Jack Whiten and learn from Ricky Stewart uh, was his reason for joining the Raiders. I think that's a pretty good reason to join the Raiders. Ricky Stewart, a uh, really experienced coach now. I think he's been coaching for, oh, I, I couldn't say it off the top of my head. I think it's been at least 
five, five, nah, maybe 10 or so years now, maybe even 20, um, or whether that's at the Roosters and at, um, at the Raiders, sorry, it was at the Roosters and the Raiders, geez, I cannot speak today, it'll get any sentences out, um, but Jamal Fogarty, I think, is a really good signing. It'll be really beneficial for the club. He'll link well with Jack Whiten. Um, and I think being under uh, Ricky Stewart, who was a half in himself, will be really beneficial for Jamal Fogarty as well. Learning off Ricky Stewart, learning off the guys around him, I think that is going to be really, really good for Jamal Fogarty. And I think he's going to be a really underrated signing going into 2022. We didn't really think much of Isaiah Papali'i either when he signed with the Parramatta Eels. And now we're all saying he was the buy of the year. So keep an eye on Jamal Fogarty. I reckon he's going to be a really underrated signing going into next year. And I think he's going to be fantastic for the Raiders. Christian Welch has re-signed with the Storm until the end of 2025. Uh, Good to get this guy... uh, Good to keep this guy in the squad, sorry. He's actually been there for a while. He's been there for a lot longer than I thought. I think he's been there since 2010 or so. Um, so, yeah, honestly, great signing there for the Storm. Uh, he's such a... Just an explosive... Doesn't take a backward step. He's just an awesome front rower. Probably one of the best front rowers in the game at the moment. Not Definitely not the best, but definitely... In that conversation, he uh, he's just been so great for the Melbourne Storm, especially this year. He's been unreal. So great signing there by Melbourne, and I can't wait to see how he goes. Tohu Harris says he's progressing well from his ACL injury, but isn't able to name a return, uh, as in round for 2022 yet. I hope this guy's back straight away. He is so beneficial to the uh, Warriors' success. He really motivates the boys out in that field, and uh, he plays really well, considering he's one of the older guys in the system. So, yeah, I hope this guy is well and ready in 2022, especially for round one, because I think the Warriors will need him going into that game. I'm not sure who they're versing. Um, I think, just off the top of the cap, let me have a look, actually. Um, But still, I would love to see uh, Tohu Harris play in that side regardless of who they're playing to be honest he is probably one of my favorite uh plays out of their squad they're versing the dragons uh so that'll be an interesting one obviously to watch how the dragons are going as well um but look i hope that uh tohu harris is right and ready for round one cameron murray is reportedly the favorite to captain the Rabbitohs next season and jesus you you just you'd bloody think so because He's had an outstanding past two years. He's made origin both of those years. He's performed unbelievably. His defense has been unbelievable. I think that uh, Cameron Murray definitely gets that captain's jersey, whether it's him or whether it is Cody Walker. The only worry I have with Cody Walker, though, is that he is a bit of a loose cannon. He can get a bit angry in in, in, uh, big, big situations and it is quite easy to get under his skin as well. I've seen in, in past uh, in the past few years as well. So I think Cameron Murray definitely is that cooler head. I've got nothing against Cody Walker. He's a fantastic player. And if he gets the captain's jersey, he definitely uh, deserves it. But I think it goes to Cameron Murray here. I reckon he's calm, composed, and gets that side around the park really well. So I definitely think he's the right choice. Um the Cowboys reportedly offered Reese Robson to the Tigers for Luciano Leilua from 2022 onwards, but the Tigers denied the trade. Now, Luciano Leilua, 
He's going there in 2023, and they want Reese Robson. Yeah, they, that, we know that they're on the search for the hookers. They've been linked to Appy Sykoris now. They've been linked to Josh Hodson. Now they've been linked to Reese Robson. I don't think Reese Robson's going to go. I think Reese Robson's, Robson's Cowboys through and through, but, you know, money talks to people and anything could happen. I just don't think the Cowboys would be willing to let this guy go. He's done so well for them. Honestly, I don't know uh, what's going with Jake Granville at the moment. He's Cowboys through and through, and uh, you, see, you see him on the bench. You see him filling in for guys who are injured. Um, but look, I mean, blooding those new guys, Reese Robson, it's been unbelievable. He's been outstanding for the Cowboys and I can't wait to see him in 2022. And from that, I don't think that the Cowboys are letting him go at all. Player managers have reportedly offered the Eels, Apisai Coruscant, Reese Robson and Jacob Little since their, since, uh, learning of Reed Mahoney's departure. So... Obviously, Reid Mahoney is going to the um, the Bulldogs in 2023. He's still with the Parramatta Eels for 2022. If I was the Eels, for God's sake, I would be keeping this guy for as long as we have him. I would not be letting a guy like Reid Mahoney go. He brings so much to that club, whether it's kicking game, whether it's defense. He basically brings every aspect of just basically a rugby league footballer to that club. His attack is outstanding. Defense, as I said before, outstanding kicking game. He can kick 40-20s at a dummy half like it's basically nothing. This guy is one to keep. I can't believe, I can't believe that he signed with the Bulldogs from 2023 onwards. It is crazy. It blows my mind. I can't believe Viliami Kikau left. Um... Even Viliami Kikau is more believable than Reid Mahoney leaving that club. I honestly did not see that one coming. Um, it, it really uh, shocked me, both of them, actually. Um, honestly, I wouldn't take Apisai Coruscant for Reid Mahoney. I think Apisai Coruscant probably doesn't want to leave the Panthers. He's been suiting them so well, and he suits Cleary so well. But, geez, could you imagine Reid Mahoney at the Penrith Panthers with with Nathan Cleary, with with Jerome Luai. That side would be a premiership king. It'd be more of a premiership king than it already is. It's already won a premiership. If they get Reed Mahoney, they're pretty much nearly guaranteed to go back-to-back, depending on who if the Roosters sign Brandon Smith. It, oh, I mean, Reed Mahoney at the Penrith Panthers, that would give me shivers down my spine, especially when I'm a South supporter. We've lost Adam Reynolds. We're already going to get shit on by a bunch of teams. I don't want to add Penrith to that list, even though they're probably already on it. I don't want to add any more points than they're already going to get against us. Um, but, geez, he'd be unreal at the Penrith Panthers. Reese Robson. Um, look, we already talked about this guy um, in a trade deal with uh, the Tigers, which he won't go to. Seeing him at Parramatta would be quite interesting, though. They've already got Mitch Rain. So I feel like if they lose Reed Mahoney early, I don't. I feel like Mitch Rain. It sort of gets me. Like it sort of makes me start to think that Mitch Rain was the replacement for Reed Mahoney all along. I maybe that the maybe the Parramatta Eels knew that Reed Mahoney was going and they got Mitch Rain. Reese, you couldn't go wrong with getting Reese Roberts in the side. Obviously, he's so explosive and so dangerous. 
uh, in any situation, Reese Robson. So you wouldn't go wrong with getting him. Jacob Little seems like an unlikely one for me. Getting something, replacing something great with something not so great. I mean, replacing one of the one of the best hookers this season. Even though he was quite, he was injured for most of it as well. But replacing one of the best hookers this season for a rookie hooker who was in a side that wasn't going so well, I don't think that'd be that. I don't think that'd be likely at all. I know that the Tigers are in need of a hooker. I just don't think that um, Jacob Little would be a good trade for Reed Mahoney. I don't think it'd be one that the Eels would accept whatsoever. Uh, some news that came out literally yesterday. Uh, Tui Kamikamika. Um, I, th- I hope that's how you say it. That's how the commentators have said it. Uh, so I hope that's how you say it. But he's been he's gotten into, into some trouble involving a woman in Brisbane, uh, which is really unfortunate. And he has been stood down by Melbourne. So really unfortunate for Tui Kamikamika. Tui Kamikamika. I mean, he was just an absolute wrecking ball. He's an absolute giant as well. Uh, so really, it's, it's really unfortunate for him. It's more unfortunate for him than it is for the Melbourne Storm, to be honest. Um, I, I really do feel sorry for Tui Kamikamika. Um, but it was it was a silly mistake to make, especially when you've got an NRL career, when you're playing for one of the best teams in the comp. So, M- Michelle Bishop... On Dylan Brown. This is via SEN Radio. Dylan Brown is another one. The Warriors are keen. He is on their radar. Jeez. Dylan Brown to the Warriors. I'd love to see this signing go ahead. They are in need of a 5'8 and a halfback, really. They lost Chad Townsend. They lost. They are getting Sean Johnson in the club. I don't think Sean Johnson and, and Dylan Brown would really link up well t- together since they both are quite... Well, that Dylan Brown, not so much, but they are both quite off the cuff. Um, Dylan Brown and his more defensive base. So if you're looking for a defensive half, I mean, that would be a great go there. I don't mind this signing. I, I mean, I don't mind if Dylan Brown goes over there. I think they're releasing Chanel Harris-DeVita. Sean O'Sullivan's left. They do need some halves. And if and at that, they need some depth in the halves as well because they haven't got much of that either. Dylan Brown would be a great signing. Dylan Brown and Sean Johnson wouldn't go, uh, would go all right, not as well, um, not as well as people would expect. It would be a great signing though for Dylan Brown. Will he leave Parramatta? I don't think so, but I mean, at the moment, Parramatta are just getting rid of talent left, right, and center. They've let Isaiah Papali'i go, who was the buy of the year, which just blew my mind. And now Reed Mahoney's gone as well. Would not be surprised if this deal happens. Wouldn't be surprised if Junior Paulo is the next one to leave the club too. It is really, really dangerous times for Parramatta. Uh, for Parramatta's sake, I hope he stays. For the Warriors' sake, I think it'd be a great signing for them. Now, they're a little... little uh, conversation starter here. Wacko's whispers on Twitter. I'm going to read this out and then I'm going to talk about it, talk about what it means and whatnot. It says here, if the Rabbitohs player Latrell Mitchell isn't allowed to play in the All-Stars game due to suspension, 
shouldn't that be counted as a game for his suspension? Now, I'm not sure how all the rules work. I'm not sure if um, when you get suspended that you automatically miss out on representative games and it doesn't count or whether it does or whatnot. Personally, I, th- I think it should count. It's a game. I mean, if he misses out on the All-Star games, it should count as a game. I also think that he sh- they should have a choice, uh, whether that's the club, whether that's the player himself, whether it's the club management, on whether they let the troll play uh, in the All-Stars game and then he has the normal suspension uh, during the NRL season or whether he misses out on the All-Stars game and comes back a game early due to having missed the All-Stars game. Personally, personally, I don't think suspension should count for All-Star games. I think all players should be eligible for All-Star games whether suspended in the NRL season or not, it isn't the NRL season. So I think that Latrell should be able to play in this All-Stars game. Uh, I think any suspended player should have the right to play representative football and then miss out on NRL football. I think that is just better. And if you don't agree with that, um, look, I mean, there's the other point as well where the players can choose coaching staff. The, the, the actual team itself can choose whether their player um, plays in that game or takes the game out and, and, and uses that in their suspension. Let me know what you guys think in the, in, in the DMs. My DMs are always open, so let me know what you think about this. Anyway, that is all your news and updates there for the last 48 hours. Thank you for choosing Big Lezzers League at all, a rugby league experience. Recommend this podcast to a friend, and I'll see you guys in the next one.